Hello, and welcome back to Freedom Unfolding, an inclusive, holistic community that offers education, options, and inspiration to help you find your truth, find your voice, and find your freedom. Aloha, I'm your host today, Jenny Lynn of Pineapple Shores Wellness. I'm a mindset empowerment coach serving women and those that live with chronic health conditions. Together, we use a mind-body-aloha-spirit approach to co-create your path to wellness. So today's topic is all about you. Yes, you heard that right. You. Self-care. Soul care. Self-care is a huge buzzword right now. And quite literally, the dictionary defines self-care as the practice of taking an action to preserve or improve one's own health. So essentially... Um, self-care is anything that helps replenish you. It requires an intentional pause. And I like how the definition in the dictionary points this out. It's, it's an action to preserve or improve one's health. Um, I personally right now am going through uh, my own health journey right now. And so often, you know, we teach to, uh, what we need or what we're going through. So, Here we are in this journey together, uh, exploring self-care. And so self-care, sometimes um, the word selfish will creep in, in. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but somebody needs to hear this. Self-care is not selfish. Putting yourself first, filling up your cup so that you can show up in the most authentic, empowered version of you is no way selfish. In fact, it is quite the opposite because you are making time and being intentional about setting that time aside for yourself to either preserve your health and fill up your cup. So it's kind of like, you know, an oil change versus a full tune up of your car, right? If you make sure that you stop for that preservation and continue to put oil and gas in your car, your car will keep going. So why do we treat our cars better than ourselves sometimes? And and I'm speaking to myself with this too. You know, last year I spent a lot of time um, teaching, you know, yoga classes all over the valley, running around everywhere. And um, it is showing up in my health right now. I personally live with some autoimmune challenges and have for several years. And um, if you're familiar with the term Spoonie, then you're my fellow Spoonie. If you're not, look up uh, an article called But You Don't Look Sick, Spoon Theory, and learn a thing or two about what it's like to live with some chronic health challenges. So um, just a little bit about what's been happening with me is there's been some new health challenges that have been showing up for me. And quite honestly, I had to rest. Um, even before recording this, it has been a very humbling season for me. Um, so not only, you know, is there global unrest, political unrest, a global pandemic, civil unrest, all the things, Uh, Life has been throwing me some curveballs and some new autoimmune challenges, and I have had a lot of blood work and imaging trying to figure this out. So I'm sharing my story because I know that there's somebody out there that needs to hear it. I have always been a doer, and 
you know, my whole life I've been like that. And we glorify the busy in this culture, in our society that we're in. And one of the beautiful blessings of this dynamic pandemic season, quarantine season is what I'm calling it because everything has a quarantine spin on it. (laughs) Um, So one of the blessings of it, though, is that, you know, it's caused us to slow down. It's caused us to be at home more. It's caused us to be much more intentional with the way that we spend our time. And what I have noticed is that a lot of people are, you know, practicing more self-care and they are, um, you know, Netflixing and napping or fill in the platform of whatever you're deciding to binge watch and, you know, not having anywhere to be. So you don't feel guilty about the fact that you're actually allowing yourself to rest. So throughout this journey, um, I have been having to, you know, rest after the simplest of tasks. For example, today I had to do the dishes and I couldn't do them all in one fell swoop. I had to do a couple and then go sit down and rest or lay down and rest. And being a doer, that has been so hard for me because my ego is like, no, you can do this. But my body says, no, uh, uh-uh, you can't. So what's really important is that you begin to tune in and listen to that. What is your body trying to tell you? What are you ignoring or shoving down or putting off that needs to be heard? And oftentimes, you know, when we look at trauma, we speak, this is a trauma sensitive and trauma aware podcast and amazing group of women. Um, And we, we, definitely are mindful of that. And so as I have been going through what I'm calling my healing journey this year, and quite literally forced to stop and rest, um, you know, I have been also listening to my emotions because trauma essentially is um, trapped emotions stuck in your body that manifest physically as dis-ease in your body. If you're familiar with Louise Hay, she does a lot of work around this, and she's a big um, cheerleader for affirmations, and affirmations can allow you to create and rewrite your story and rewrite uh, your subconscious and do that um, in a very profound and powerful way. So you can create your own affirmations. So maybe this might be part of your self-care. Affirmations are not something that I planned on talking about today, but for whatever reason, spirit is bringing them up. So somebody needs to hear it. Um, Affirmations are powerful statements and they are spoken in the present tense. And they are things like I am or I have. And we want to avoid having ing at the end of words. So having, doing. Um, you want to say things that are powerful statements in the present and essentially you fake it till you make it. You use these affirmations and you say them and, uh, you say them. It's very powerful if you do it in front of the mirror, but these affirmations can be a huge part of your healing journey. 
And maybe that's an episode that we need to do is talk about um, affirmations and um, the subconscious. We have some great um, hypnotherapists on our team here at Freedom Unfolding. Um, so one of the things that I have been doing is um, I've been having weekly uh, teletherapy. And um, that's been since about May. And that's another, you know, blessing in disguise of this season is that mental health has become um, more of a topic of discussion and people are uh, discussing things openly and honestly and bravely that maybe they might have been more uh, shy to talk about in the past. And so I have witnessed this and I personally have been doing this myself. So um, some, some things that I've been working through in my own journey, you know, because the best coaches have their own coaches. And while I am a mindset empowerment coach, I will admit I have fallen into some stinking thinking during this dynamic season. And, you know, we're all human. And sometimes we all just need to hit the reset button. And, and for me, I had been holding an intention, which is very, very much like an affirmation, um, you know, of, of a clear path to diagnosis of something treatable, not necessarily curable, but treatable. And that was my focus. And then my focus was going to be that once I knew the answers that I would turn my shift, shift my awareness to putting whatever this is into remission with all of these holistic tools that I'm trained in and have access to through this amazing network of people and, you know, some of my other um, holistic entrepreneur um, network. And what I came to an epiphany on last week was, you know, instead of focusing on the fact that I don't have answers, I have everything I need within me. You have everything you need within you to heal. And I shifted my perspective from, you know, the fact that I didn't have answers to what can I do? So instead of focusing on what I cannot do, which I'm, I'm not kidding you, y'all. It's like basic stuff like getting out of bed, taking a shower, changing my clothes. I have to use a dressing stick. And I share this not for pity or, um, you know, someone to feel sorry for me. I share it because I know that there are a lot of people out there that live with autoimmunity. And autoimmunity is essentially um, when your own immune system has a reaction and it starts to attack healthy cells or healthy tissue, uh, thinking that it's an invader. Our bodies are amazing, wonderful, powerful, um, creations, and they, they are trained to attack and send out, you know, the, um, I forget which blood cells right now I'm having a brain fog moment, but, uh, our body knows, you know, to, to attack those viruses and those un, uh, unseen, um, invaders. However, sometimes when you have autoimmunity, it can, um, your body gets confused. And so it might attack healthy joint tissue or it might attack, you know, certain organs and things like that. 
Um, so if that's something that you're interested in continuing that conversation on, definitely let us know, send us a message on our Facebook or something like that, or you can send us an email freedom unfolding at gmail.com. Um, so with that, you know, autoimmunity is becoming more and more prevalent in today's society. I have my own opinions as to why that is, um, you know, environmental factors, the, the sad diet, the standard American diet. Um, and so with that, there are many ways that we can provide ourselves self-care. And so when you think back to a time or a season in your life, when you were happy, fulfilled, full of vitality, joyful, um, you know, it might not have been the most perfect season of your life, but you were resilient. You were, um, your cup was full and you felt like you could take on the world and conquer anything. When you think back to that season of your life, what were the things that you were doing in your life, hobby-wise, vocationally, you know, relationally? What were the things that you were doing and who did you have around you in your life? And as I was working with my therapist, you know, we were talking about like creating what I'm calling my healing schedule. And uh, through talking with her, I sat down and had a real, um, my own real life exercise kind of came up through this. So um, before we go today, I'm keeping this episode short and sweet, y'all, because I am, I want you to get right to it. I want you to build, f- build your, your healing schedule or your self-care schedule or whatever you want to call it. And as you build this schedule, you know, again, reflect back to those times in your life that you were fulfilled, that you were happy, that you were joyful, that you felt like you were on top of the world. And if you haven't ever had a time like that, that's okay. That's totally fine. It doesn't even have to be the best time in your life. Just think about a time where you um, intrinsically felt full and you felt like you had the energy and the wherewithal and the emotional, physical stamina to take on anything that life throws your way. Um, and so when we look at that, the, the process that, that happened for me was I thought to myself like, wow, what makes me happy or what fills my cup? And you know, as a holistic um, entrepreneur, it's very easy to serve and oftentimes healers and light workers, you know, they serve others, but they don't often stop and understand or fill up their own cup. Women or any type of caretaker are, are very well known for this, you know, like we're the last person in line, basically. excuse me, I had to take a sip of water, hashtag real life. Um, But, you know, the, I implore you to think about, you know, how can you begin to put yourself first? And one of those ways is time block. Um, Time blocking your self-care time. I even have mine color coded um, in a certain color on my calendar. And I treat it just like I would an appointment with a doctor or an appointment with another practitioner or a meeting at work or fill in the blank. 
but you wouldn't just not show up to your doctor's appointment, would you? Like no call, no show, you know, that, that is not of integrity. Um, so when you are looking at your healing journey, I want you to take this as serious as you would going to another appointment. So what I did was I got a rather large piece of paper. You want to get something that is probably larger than an eight and a half by 11. So feel free to pause and go find yourself some paper. You could even use a piece of cardboard. You could use, you know, um, the backside of a presentation board that maybe your kids used for school last year or something like that. Something to write with and something to write on essentially is all you need, plus yourself and maybe some sort of uh, instrumental music that's not going to be distracting to you or uh, this the same song on repeat, whatever works for you. You know what works for you. So again, find those things, press pause if you need to, and meet me back here. And we will go through uh, the creation of your self-care schedule. So what I did was I thought of the different areas of myself and the different areas of my life that require maintenance, so to speak. So I made buckets. So I took, uh, I made lines down my paper and I, I went um, with the horizontal edge of my paper. So I had more space from left to right to right. And I made these buckets. And for me, I made a spiritual bucket, a physical or category, whatever you want to call it. Spiritual, physical, emotional, social, relational. If you're in a relationship, finance, and household. And those are what work for me. Maybe you maybe you uh, add something else like um, if you have children, you can add that or pets or whatever that looks like for you. And so what I did is I, I had my happy music on and I sat there um, and I wrote and I just wrote, wrote. Um, the first thing that came to my mind when I was in each category. And if something filled my cup in more than one way, for example, yoga nidra is one of my most favorite modalities to um, offer and facilitate and also to receive. So I put that in multiple areas. For me, yoga nidra is spiritual, physical, and emotional. And that might be different for you, but whatever, however that looks like for you, say it is journaling, um, gratitude, journaling and journaling were another ones, uh, for me were activities that checked multiple boxes or filled mul multiple cups. And so those things I began to just write and pour out on the page and, pour out again and pour out some more. And once you think that you have it all, close your eyes. The invitation is to close your eyes. Maybe you put one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. Just take three nice deep breaths. And it's great to take 
three nice deep breaths at any time. You can do that at the beginning of this exercise. But after you kind of brain dump all of these things that are beneficial for you and all of these things that have brought you joy, like going outside and earthing or putting your feet in the grass, right? Um, it could be um, hypnotherapy. It could be going to a therapy session. It could be watching personal development videos on YouTube. It could be listening to the Freedom Unfolding podcast. Um, it could be good nutrition, meal prep, grocery shopping. Uh, let's see. I'm going to read off some stuff here. Word search, um, Sudoku puzzles, as far as social, you know, make a phone call, schedule a Zoom happy hour or Zoom coffee meetup, um, social distance hangouts. If you're in an area where you can be outside and uh, you're not in Arizona where it's 110 degrees, ridiculous heat wave right now, <laughs> um, outside social distance hanging out, um, you know, girl time, guy time gratitude, um, Reiki, self-Reiki protocol, if you are a Reiki um, practitioner, you know, maybe that is reading your Bible or praying or going for a walk, watching an online church, going camping, hiking, canoeing, stand-up paddleboard, you know, sitting in the hammock outside, what are the things that bring you that joy? And after you brain dump, then you close your eyes and you take three nice deep breaths. Let's just do that today, right now, wherever you're at. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes, <laughs> but you can take some nice deep breaths with us. So let's just take three nice deep breaths. Inhale deeply through the nose and exhale out the mouth with a sigh. <sighs> Let that go. Inhale deeply. Exhale, let go. <sighs> Inhale once again. Third time's the charm. Exhale with an audible sigh. <sighs> and that just empties any distractions and calms the mind, body, and spirit once again. If you find that you kind of feel stuck, the purpose of closing the eyes and, you know, maybe focusing on the feet and taking these nice three deep breaths is to really get you grounded and get you here in the moment. But as soon as you close your eyes, you go from that head space to the heart space. And this is where your soul can really help you define what your self-care, soul care looks like. So, you know, if you get to a couple of these spots, you can do that, you know, just close the eyes and just listen. And maybe it might sound like, you know, something silly that you used to do when you were a little kid, like roll down a grass hill, go roll down a grass hill. Who cares? You know, embracing your inner child is a huge part of healing is a huge part of self-care. And, you know, if the big kid in you, as I would, as I sometimes say, wants to go do something like run through the sprinklers, <laughs> it's summertime, go do it y'all. Although the leaves are, the fall leaves are starting to change in certain parts of the nation, but you know, just listen, no, no thing is too big or too small. And again, this is you, this is for you. This is personalized just for you and customized just for you. So whatever's coming up for you is likely something that 
you can explore and, you know, give it a try a couple of times. Um, so you can also listen to audiobooks. You can, you know, naps, naps or self care. Shoot. I love those t shirts that say like something to the effect of naps. I'm sorry I was mean to you when I was a kid. <laughs> and it's so true. I used to fight it and now I love naps. So if you're a napper, write naps on your self care um, list or your healing, healing schedule. And, you know, for me, I'm calling it a healing schedule because I am in more of that restoration part of my journey with my health in a holistic way versus, um, you know, the tune up, the, the maintenance, um, the preservation. And I, I need the tune up. So if you are looking for the preservation, you can call it a self-care journey or a self-care schedule, whatever floats your boat. For me, I'm calling it a healing schedule because basically this is my job right now is healing. So, um, what else? Sun salutations, moon salutations, good nutrition, taking your supplements, um, getting a cute little organizer and, you know, every Saturday you put all of your supplements in your little pill organizer. Um, I take a ton of supplements. And so I have a morning, a lunchtime, an evening and a bedtime one. And every Saturday I'll fill it up and put all my supplements in there. And it just makes the, the week so much easier for me. And that part of my self-care uh, a lot more easy and accessible. And anytime you can automate something like that, um, such as meal prep, you know, spend a few hours in the kitchen once or twice a week versus every single day in the kitchen cooking, uh, then you and your family and maybe your kids, if you have kids, can have some healthy meals already prepared and ready to go. Maybe you stick some in the freezer if it's freezable items. So these are just some ideas uh, as to what um, self-care items you can add to your little healing buckets or sections. Um, you can even put, you know, a sleep goal on there, like get fill in the blank amount of hours of sleep per night. Um, it could be something, you know, if you're a free spirit, you might have a hard time with being very specific. So you might say something like move my body for 20 to 30 minutes a day. And that could be your, some type of exercise could be polarity exercises, could be yoga, could be running, jogging, skipping, walking around the block, whatever that looks like for you. So as you dive into this self-care journey, now's the perfect time to do this. You know, while the world is still semi-still, and um, you might be at home more. Maybe you are homeschooling your kids. God bless you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you need, you need that extra level of self-care. Or maybe you're starting to see more clients now after your practice had, had been shut down or your business. And it's really essential that you make time to preserve your well-being in a holistic way so that you don't get to where I am and you are, you know, in a deficit and you are in in a burnout. And we actually have a episode about burnout 
um, that Golveig did, and it, it was a great episode. So um, these are just some ideas on how you can create your own self-care, soul care schedule or healing schedule for you. And I am so honored that you joined me today. Again, my name is Jenny Lynn, and I am part of the Freedom Unfolding Tribe. And we invite you back here to join our community every Thursday as we, um, you know, discuss fun, holistic ways uh, to live life and to explore life. And uh, as always, you know, we are here to help you find your truth, find your voice, and find your freedom. We also invite you to connect with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we also have a website, freedomunfolding.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We look forward to having you back here next week. Aloha.